Howdy, guys. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Uh, there comes a point in uh, each season when I do a show that I have to bring on a special guest, and her name is Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie has a great podcast. She has an amazing voiceover voice that I might have to get her to like do the narrative if I ever make a movie. Um, Stephanie, please tell everybody about your podcast real quick, and then we'll get into why we both were here today. Oh, thanks for such a wonderful introduction. <laughs> okay, so my podcast is the Step Up Podcast, and it's basically I have conversations with people on a variety of topics, mostly on personal development, sometimes on religion, and what's the other one? Didn't you do relationships? Yeah, I always say religion, personal development. And there's a third one I always talk about. I can't remember now. <laughs> My <laughs> brain you... is not there. And I, I always have this problem when I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, those are my favorite topics. But um, yeah, you know, and I said, I said to somebody recently, it's like, it's the best way to get free coaching. Because when you get the life coaches on, you're like, sweet, I got like a free session now. <laughs> yes, no doubt. And, and, and audience, I did want to say this, and I was joking about this, but I may have to make this a future uh, Wednesday, Life Coach Wednesday. I may have to really do that one day in the near future because life coaches, they come in abundancy, different topics and different uh, methods and how they do it. Um, linear in the thought process, though, I will say they're a straight line across in their thought process. And um, you had a great episode uh, that came out Valentine's Day. Yeah. Dating. I thought, so she's Lily Walford. She's a dating coach and she's in the UK. So she's got a fantastic accent, right? Um, So just brilliant to listen to, but she's, the more I was talking to her, she's also a life coach. She deals with relationships, but she helps with behavior profiling. So she's like, you can tell in the way somebody writes or in their body language and stuff you know, if they're lying or certain things, if they're narcissists and different things, red flags to pick up on. I was like, oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love behavior profiling. All that kind of stuff is super fun. So, and she was just a blast to talk to. So audience, definitely make sure you go check out that episode. And that's the first part of our shameless plug of this episode. Now on to the topic of the day. And this episode is a behind the scenes episode. Um, I've been doing this series for quite some time. I've had different guests on. We're talking about different aspects. And this is your first time on for a behind the scenes episode. Um, we're going to talk about something in the podcast community because there's one thing I like to do um, for podcasters as a whole. I'm, I love helping. That's my number one thing. And I love to see other podcasts flourish uh, and go to the moon with whatever they're doing. But when you shake someone's hand, uh, that's there's a reciprocity in that. When I shake your hand, you shake my hand. There's two hands touching. My grip might be stronger. Yours might not be that strong. Your hand might be cold. Mine might be warm. So if my hand's warm and your hand's cold, I'm making your hand warm. So that's reciprocity right there. Inside podcasting, and I've been doing this for, for over five years now um, with this and then the, the previous podcast that I was a part of. Um, I've noticed, and this goes as far as podcasters and guests, so I'll include both of them, um, typical example, you go do a show and me, anybody that does a show with me knows that your show is going to be on a list. It's going to sit in my archives for a while, unless it's already planned. Um, I will ask them, uh, we research Trevor, Irish, Steve, Stacy, whoever's with me. When we look at a guest, even a podcast, I don't look at how many numbers you have. 
I look at how you promote your podcast or whatever you're doing, how you promoted it prior to even setting foot in the, the virtual studio with me. And I noticed some people that it's because I want to have more, not because of any type of paid situation or whatever. When I want to have more and I know that they don't promote very well, I'm fine with that. I can live with that. But I see someone with 10,000 followers and they're promoting their product, the, the newest hair gel to make your hair turn green in the sun. And that person promotes that stuff, but they want to be on the, I want them on the podcast and they decide that they want to be on the podcast. We'll do the episode. And what happens? I promote it through the roof. I promote, promote every show for six to nine weeks after they're done. And if your show gets a high number, I'm going to keep repeating it. You'll be in the cycle for a long time. That's the only way you'll know you're successful with me if I keep your show um, funneling. Um, but when it comes to that guest, zero post, one story, and that's it. So, Stephanie, podcast reciprocity. What has been your, your uh, story in this, and what is your opinion on this? Well, uh, that's a good question. And guess too. <laughs> I okay. When I first started my podcast, I was basically on Facebook, and I didn't. I just thought it would be fun to talk to people, and I didn't really think about oh, you have to post things. I was so clueless. <laughs> but then I think I don't know if it. I think I was learning more about podcasting. They said you know go on Instagram and different things and promote it, and and then use Canva for to create your graphics. And I didn't even know that stuff. Like I was so old school. Um, so when I started doing that and then I would just tag people, I thought, oh yeah, they were so excited to be on the podcast and talk, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna comment and they're gonna reshare. And most times they, most times people do. Um, but sometimes I feel like, oh, okay. Are, where'd you go? What happened? <laughs> And so, um, I think, I think that's, that can be a little bit frustrating, especially when they are excited. I, I get if they don't really care that much or if they're super, super busy and they're just, you know, they're doing podcasts five a week or whatever. I, I can understand that, but I think it's just a little bit disheartening too, because you think, well, they were, they were so such a great guest and so fun to talk to and they were really excited. And then there's not much there. So I think that can be a little discouraging, but you know what I did find out from, um, as I was going through different podcasting things and they said, are you sending the graphics to your guest? And so I didn't think of that. So what I was doing was I would do a graphic and then like the little sound bite from the podcast and send them an email the week that I'm releasing. And it was like, if you, in case you wanted, here's some, here's, all the um the code the embed link so you can put it on your own website and here's some graphics if you also wanted to share them as well but i'll also be tagging you in all the socials and i've had a few people who were like sure i'll i'll reshare these so i think that that's also kind of getting your guests included where sometimes they might not i've i've been on podcasts and they didn't even let me know when it was coming on <laughs> so i'm like what's happening <laughs> right <laughs> Okay. And, and like with me with that too, like with the whole guest package, I, I'm like, uh, like I've gotten, when I first started out, I didn't know anything about a media kit. Um, the girls that gave me the groundwork of uh, doing my podcast better in this realm of social media. Um, they said that later on the, the next 
little uh, session we had. They said, get media kits. If they don't have a media kit, kit, then that means that you're doing all the advertisement from the get-go. And when they gave me that knowledge, I, I spearheaded that uh, a new thought, thought on that. So to, to me, I had to integrate how fast can I do a Canva ad for these people and ship it back to them, like you said. So I would ship it back to them early on before the episode even came out, like three weeks or like I said, you would know that it's a length of time with me sometimes. So I'd let them know nine weeks in, uh, in advance. And I'm like, these are the key dates I'm dropping it. The time frames are automated because we, we've researched everything down to a T. We know that between 6 a.m. And this is a bit of advice I'm giving to podcasters real quick. Between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m., you get your Eastern Standard Time. You get your most traction on Instagram. And then again, from 3 o'clock until 5.15. And then after that, there's some times in the evening, but I'm not giving all that away. But you know what you're... You know, if you're a podcaster or any type of content creator, you can look at how things go. Um, And I will let them know that there's key times to do this and that. The demographics that I'm hitting from the get-go before we even do an episode. And I'll tell them the demographics I'm trying to pick up by having them on. And I would do this with people and people would be like, wow, that's a lot of analytics. That's a lot of science to podcast advertising or marketing. And then they would just fall flat. I would never hear from them again. And that's why that's when I really started doing bulk episodes because I realized, and it's not every single guest, but I'm going to say it's at least 70% on my end. Do not put the marketing into it that we put into it. And yeah, that's, you know, that's why I get very, I, I enjoy the conversations. I find it fun. I do get a little bit nervous because I'm like, what if I don't have enough questions? What if it's awkward? And I, I go through all that. But I really do enjoy the conversations. I think the hardest thing with the podcasting is just going through the episode, doing the show notes, doing the graphic, getting the sound bite, because I have to listen through and go, okay, which, what's a really good one that I can put here? And bringing it all together is just, even editing, like I do send my, my audio conversations to German at your podcast editor, and he's fantastic. Yeah, he's so sweet. Um, but even when I get it back, I still go through it because um, I have to listen in order to to do the show notes. And it's just so much work. And I it takes hours and hours, at least for me. I'm sure some people are quicker, but I'm also very like kind of OCD. Like I, I'm very particular <laughs> and anal about things, right? So I'm like, oh man, I'm so spazzy. So that might take me longer, but it is it is so much work. Okay. And I and don't find that particularly fun. The graphics can be fun sometimes, but when you have to do it, like, and you have a deadline, you're like, oh, I need to do this by Monday because that's when it's coming out. And I kind of get a little anxious about it. And, and I tell you this one thing I'm going to take from other podcasters. I'm going to eventually just build a generic one for certain things that I do. Like if it's a normal Thursday show, because I've seen one guy that just adds a picture of the person and puts their name in cursive and just keeps getting up. You know who I'm probably talking about. Um, I'm going to do what he does because it, it's simple, flat. But um, over and out to podcasters, because we'll get back to guests in a minute. Podcasters. I love podcasting and I love podcasters. I love listening to different episodes when I have time in that four hours in a day. But one thing that gets me, though, um, I, I like 
it's a certain group of us that like each other's podcasts, uh, anything that we post, basically. Not in a succession. Some things we might skip. And me, I'm like, this one, that one, not that one. I'll let that one slide because you did it on Wednesday and you normally do it on Tuesday. So Wednesday for another like for someone else. And that's all fine and dandy. That helps us. It doesn't do anything for our algorithm. But then we have these, I'm not going to call them weirdos, but we have these stragglers that come along. And they embrace us for certain amounts of time. And then they look for that reciprocity. They want us to like their stuff. And I'm this type of person. If you like my stuff, thank you. I always will say thank you to any podcaster. Um, But that automatically does not genuinely get you a like back. And that is our main issue here. And and that drives people to not like your stuff anymore, which is fine because they liked it. And now they don't like it because you didn't like their stuff. But that type of reciprocity, I don't believe should exist in podcasting unless we're doing a collaboration together, unless we're common to each other. If you like what I'm doing, that's fine. Like it. But if I go over and listen to what you like, don't punish me for not liking your stuff. Like, if you liked it, keep liking it. Like, for instance, um, one of my favorite podcasters that I was listening to this last couple of weeks, well, two of their episodes were not their greatest work. I could see that they were overshadowed by something you could just tell that it was just forced out so I didn't like it I didn't put it in any of my spread and stuff like that and I just I was like I'm gonna let them sit there and do what they do and I made sure that the decision because I'm one of those conscious people like I want to make sure that I'm I'm doing it right I asked a few of my colleagues that listen to that same podcaster and they were like yeah in the rudest way they were like that shit kind of fell off (laughs) and I was like you know it happens to all of us because I have episodes that I'm not proud of um we all do but it's just like yeah <laughs> it's, it's just like dealing with other podcasters i'm like well, if you like it that's cool because you know some people go hectic with it they'll do 50 likes and i don't even know who they are and their show is called the old hickory podcast automatically your name is going to make me not listen to it because i have nothing to do with hickory so, <laughs> <laughs> so i mean not to be rude but do you run into any of these issues like with people liking things and then you go listen to it or you know, and we're not trying to deter anybody from listening to our stuff or anything, but I'm just saying in a nice way, um, is it some things like, or some type of uh, podcast aggression or things that have happened to you in podcasting that make you like, I'm not going to like this person's stuff. Like it's. Yeah. I find that difficult actually, because I do want to support other people and it is important to like, even getting a like, it's so sad, right? It's like that dopamine hit where or if you don't get anything, you feel like people don't like you. <laughs> and, and then you see other people who are posting, you know, a picture of something like, oh, I ate this today. And you're like, they get 500 likes. So what, what <laughs> it can be, it can be challenging um, in your, in your mind to kind of realize that your worth is not, does not matter on the likes and the comments. Right. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but yeah, it is hard because I don't also like, I want to support people, but it's also important to like things that are are consistent with your brand. And I I have a hard time with this because I'm not always good with that. Right. (laughs) Like I'll like things. I'm like, that's not really on brand with what, but I, I, got it. I'm trying to support people or I really do like it. And that's just like my inner self coming out and liking it. But I, I have seen certain people who were podcasts that a lot of it is just very um, 
if if it's very loud and aggressive and kind of like a big circus kind of thing or really crude or something I'm not going to like it because that's not that's not part of what I do or who I am right and so I I have had to actually block a few people who just consistently send me stuff like our podcast comes out here and here's a you know here's a a message about it and stuff. And so I found that that was, I, I felt bad, but I'm like, I'm not, I shouldn't feel bad because that's just not who I am. And I agree with that. And like I, I say with me, this is why I like likes and certain things with me. I'm kind of like, okay. Cause I put out way too much. And, and someone told me to say like every day you have a post, you repeat posts with 15, seven days, four day intervals in between them. I'm like, that's part of the marketing. I've always been aggressive in that manner. So I said, I don't expect the same people to like everything all the time because I'm just putting it out there so that it's fresh on the top at certain times in the morning, in the afternoon. And then when it comes to evening time, if you see a post there, I've literally created it myself. That's not part of my automation. So I said, automation is a heavy part in what I do. And I said, for some people, that's a lot because you see that it's a lot. It pumps up on your feed. You're going to see West Virginia Uncommonplace at some point on your feed in the first four scrolls. So that right there, I personally don't take a issue with people not liking it all the time because they're seeing it all the time. And that's just part of my market strategy. That's what I've always done and it's worked. So that's what I'm never going to stop it. So some people have a complaint with that. And when they don't like it, I say, there's a great thing you can do. You can mute my story and you can mute my post. When you want to talk to me, you can hit that uh, messenger button and contact me if it's something you want to talk about, blah, 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 or something you think that I should change. Um, so I tell people, you always have that great option because I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, I can't even get to my, and this is really harsh. I can't even get to my favorite podcast in my Instagram story because I'm flooded with so many. So I had to realize that some of these stories I'm going to meet, some of these posts I'm going to meet. I like you guys. I'll check you out when I'm ready to see you. But uh, I want to keep a certain level of what I want to see. and a little filler of what I don't want to see, but it's more of what I don't want to see on Instagram. So I'll just mute stories and mute posts. And I did not know you could do that. <laughs> yeah. Most I'm def- so, so like, I don't know much about Instagram at all. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll definitely have to have a private, private conversation about that. Cause that is the greatest thing because I've had podcasts and I will say this, like, I like everybody, but for some reason, the moment you become common with one podcast, another podcast, like there's podcast politics. Certain podcasts don't want you like another podcast after you get into their circle. And I'm like, okay, whatever your problem is or your strife with that person's not my problem. That reciprocity, once again, of being nice to each other and stuff like that, it doesn't get trickled down. So I decided that uh, they tell you in all these podcast guru things to build a community or whatever. I've got 15 people in podcasting that I deal with in a month's time or every two months. Like we talk, we used to talk more, but you've gotten busy and, you know, life has changed a little bit, but we talk at some point, like something or share something. So those are the type of relationships I like in podcasting. I don't like this. We're just cool this week. And I become, I come on your live because you need a guest and we're just cool this week. Stuff like that. I don't fly with that. I turn down those invitations all the time. Have you had any of that happen to you? Um, where people, not really, I don't really get into the community that much. (laughs) (laughs) And and see, that's why you stay safe. (laughs) You, you know, so many, and I'm like, whoa, (laughs) to be honest, I go on Instagram, I post, I kind of 
you know, go scroll through a little bit and then I get off. I, I wasn't on it for like, I think, wow, around maybe December and January, I was just, I didn't want to do social media at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was hiding from it. So yeah, Instagram is an interesting thing. I'm mostly on Facebook and uh, I'm on Twitter. Like I just post when I, I go at it to post and then I do the same thing. I just go through and then that's it. I don't want to go back on. And right there, podcasters, that's good advice. Uh, you can build a community with someone like me that knows everyone and moves around with them. And then you have <laughs> connections to everyone, basically. And that's a good way to be. That's what I've gone back to. I've gone back to removing myself from the community, like you said. And uh, we you know, I always talk about the automation. The automation is what keeps my social media and keeps, like, I, I don't personally, I've never had anxiety, but to keep any of any anxious feelings or anything away, I just pick a time. Like I, it's got a little scrolling thing for the, the dates and time. So I'll, I'll hit the scroll. And as long as it doesn't go too far, like if it's 10 days or 20 days later, I'll schedule that, that podcast ad then and say like, if we, if I make an ad for us today, I may post it today. And your hour said obviously will be coming out sometime in March. So with it coming out in March, that'll be in my next season. So it'll be something that I'm going to probably pull an episode that I had in that spot, throw it away until 2025 <laughs> and promote it, promote it, promote it. And I'll just, I'll take your picture. Like, just like with the dragon story, for instance, um, with that book, I have it plotted out to where it's going to be advertised up until July. Cause we did the episode in October, November of last year. Mm-hmm. And that moves it all the way around. So it'll continuously get pulled through. And then I might, I'll have to pull it down and put it in my Instagram story. And that's one thing about podcast reciprocity that I don't get. I tell people all the time, like when they want to share your stuff, go on iHeartRadio, go on Spotify, that simple download right there. I look at my people, more people uh, go to my stories because they're, that's, that's the way that they can hide themselves without putting a like on my page. So people will go there and I don't know if it ever gets any, generates anybody, any type of audience or anything, but the notion of it's happening when I've been on other people's stuff, people will listen at least for 10 seconds. Cause when you hit that Spotify, it takes you automatically to the page and you can click the first episode. Or if you embed the episode at a certain mark, like 10 seconds in, this is a secret guys. If you start the episode on your device, 10 seconds in, and then share it on Spotify, it'll force that person who clicks it to go right to your episode at the 10th, 10th second or the third or fourth second. So that's an automatic listen. Wow. And, and that's I don't what even I know like. how. To, so you would just do that and you can share it on Spotify. I thought it was already on Spotify. Well, what I'm saying I is, I don't I mean, get it. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is take it from Spotify and put it on Instagram. Oh, okay. So if you play just a second or two into your own episode or whatever, and then you put it on, put it on, or someone puts it on their story, it'll play right into that episode. Oh. Yeah. See, th- these are things that are, I mean, you study this stuff. I, I, when I started doing podcasting because of the, of all the anxiety and just fear, even being on social media, like I told you, right. That was scary for me, putting myself out there, even being on here and putting out an episode was scary for me. And so when I would learn some more stuff about podcasting, I have to go really slow or else I get super overwhelmed. So yeah. Yeah. But it's also like the technology. <laughs> I I was working a lot. You know, I was in Toronto and I was in school and then working and just doing my thing. And I'd post on Facebook. But beyond that, 
I didn't really know anything. And I feel like I came out of this coma and, and I have to learn about Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn. Like I didn't do any of this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's kind of interesting, but I didn't grow like, you know, well, you're younger than me, but I didn't grow up with this stuff. So it's the generation who's growing up with it. They have a better understanding because it's part of their education and they're all doing it. Right. And then when you get older, and then you're like, oh, I need to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll say it like yeah. this. Like, I'm 36. I'm almost 37. I grew up in the weird age. Like, when I was born, there was an, an original Nintendo in my house. I had a Commodore 64 at two years old. So, like, I grew up with computers. Commodore 64, I had to learn. And I'm talking like three or four. Someone was helping me after a while. But I learned how to read at an early age. So, about three and four, I could hit that command and hit that run. And I could get Oregon Trail or whatever to play on that Commodore 64. So, yeah, I, I do get what you're saying. Like, I grew up with computers. Maybe not as advanced as the technology. But I've been through every, like you said, every plateau was important until I got into college. And then after college, I was one of the first groups that had Facebook, like the college-based mm-hmm. Facebook. So I, I'm like, I've got, I don't know, I'm almost 20 years, in, well, in four or five years, I'll have 20 years in on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I did I did get that in the technology, like you said, it is kind of challenging in certain areas. But um, since, since we were on this topic, I've gone a little flat with things. Like I tell everybody that Facebook and Instagram connection to business suite, as long as you take your Canva, and like with what you do, this is one thing I, that I like about you. You have your episodes already planned out and they're ready to go. Like with what you would do, what I would enhance, and this is turning into a different session now. <laughs> um, like you got four episodes, you know, that are coming out. My Canva and all that stuff will be done. I'd have those ads placed. And then um, the only other high-end trajectory is, is where you have the voiceover voice just for you to record a commercial for your podcast and pass it around to your fellow podcasters you like let them put it in their show for free and bam, you know, that that's the extra thing there. But technology wise, like it is kind of uh, daunting and, and hard because every guru out here is saying, jump on this, jump on that. Da, 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 da. Nah, I don't oh. Do it. oh, don't that don't even get me started on that. And that's the problem when you're scrolling because going on Facebook and going on Instagram and you scroll and there's ads come up. And because I, because I, was looking into voiceover, uh, podcasting, personal development, like life coaching. And then when I wrote my book, you know, as soon as you Google that, now I've got ads for everything. (laughs) And I signed up for all these webinars and this and that. And (laughs) I just got so overwhelmed. And it's awesome that we have these tools, but it's also, especially for people like me who can get overwhelmed very easily, we have to really learn how to not let it take us over like i i should just like okay scroll it's fine i'm not looking at that right um actually you know when all when i talk about like anxiety and depression and overwhelmingness and all of these things somebody recently mentioned to me that she was diagnosed with adult adhd and oh. she goes you might want to look into it because a lot of the stuff that um because when we think of adhd we think of like the little boy running around who can't who can't sit still and she goes well it's different in adults and females and stuff like that and a lot of that is me and hypersensitivity all these different things so i'm like maybe that's why it's always been hard for me with different things because 
I learn different than other people or I'm this, you know, I'm looking into it. I don't know if I am yet, but it was, it was, it might be another step in figuring out like, why, why do I find it harder than maybe some other people, you know? Sorry, yeah. that's like a different topic, but. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, that's a good stretch though, because um, understand this, like in talking about anxiety inside podcasting, because like I said, this is a behind the scenes episode. You're a very well accomplished podcaster, even if you don't want to take claim to that with what you do you've got quality um talking about that is a good thing because like i said you know someone like me that doesn't have i don't have a like everybody says i'm high octane and i'm like no not really i just when i do something i do it i'm one of those people that like to complete stuff way too fast and get everything done so that i can rest because like all i've been doing now is resting like you know what you're doing right what we're doing right now this is an episode because it's fun to do it's not pressure there was no script to this episode we started this episode we talked about a topic we moved on to four other topics (laughs) i love that (laughs) yeah and and it's just free-flowing and fun you know these are the type of bonus episodes and in my case it's just the episode i like to just put out because it's two podcasters that get along with each other we're friends um but yeah, talking about the mental aspect of being a podcaster, because it's really hard because like you said, the anxiety of having to, to market, marketing is very hard. And I guess the pressure that comes on me with stuff is like where I have so many episodes, I have to pick your quality. That is the most nerve wracking thing, because me and you both know, like when you listen through certain episodes and you you hear your guests and you really thought, you know, me and you were type of people, we have great questions. We're going to wrap our head around and get some good questions out there. And then I hear the lackluster answer, a flat answer. It's kind of like, <laughs> do I throw this episode away? And the podcast gurus say, oh, throw the podcast away. Da, 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 da. Nah, I put it in my archives. It will sit for a long time, but it will eventually see the light of day because no matter the content, I still want people to hear it, but I'll put a disclaimer at the beginning of it. This is an episode from The Vault because blah, 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 blah. I felt this, blah, 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 blah. So that's how I deal with my, I guess if I want to call it anxiety or just my disposition in an episode or the mental struggle that I have with, should I put this out? Mm -hmm. So you telling about anxiety is a a very good uh, portion because podcasters don't get to talk about this and we don't embrace this. We always talk about all the mental health of everybody else, but we don't talk about what happens to the actual podcaster when we got the mic, we got the pop filter, the boom and everything around. We don't do that. Well, I'll tell you another thing then. I've, when I re-listen to my episodes, I am paying attention, but, and I realize this, when the person, sometimes they'll, they'll say something and then I'll ask a question and it isn't until I listen to it that I realize they'd already answered it. And then I feel really stupid because I'm like, Stephanie, how did, were you not paying attention? How did you not do that? But I think because it takes me a while to process and as they're talking, and I've had pod, um, podcast guests who will say a lot of stuff or they might talk fast or they're saying like so much brilliant stuff that I'm like, I, I can't comprehend. And so I'm not catching up. And I'll repeat what they say to understand it myself or I'll ask a question that they have already answered. And I have to kind of give myself grace with that, right? Because I anticipate, oh, Stephanie, because that's how I, I grew up. I was always like, it, the negative was always picked up. It, was, it wasn't like anything encouraging. So it was like, everything you did that was wrong, you know, it was told to you. So that's super hard to get over uh, because I will pick up on everything wrong that I did. And so I'm like, oh, how did you not get this? How did you know? 
And I'm worried that I'm going to get somebody who will message me and say, oh, you know, you know, you know how people are. Sometimes they just want to say something negative. That's why I kind of am glad I don't have that many listeners because the more listeners you get, the more you're going to get people hating on you. (laughs) And I can't handle that. But, but I just realized maybe that is part of, because maybe it is ADHD, but maybe it's my brain just isn't catching up and that's okay because that's who I am. You know what I mean? Okay. Now let me ask you this. Um, Have you thought about doing a mailing list yet? A what? A mailing list, like email mailing mailing list. list. Oh yeah. I've thought about it, but I hate getting them in my email. So I, that's why I didn't send you one. (laughs) (laughs) I, I actually get, cause I get so many emails. I get enraged when even like I'll ask somebody a question and then I'm added to their mailing list. I'm like, no, I don't want your mailing list. <laughs> but I know people have said it's fine. Like you should do one. Like even if you just do mailings once a month or whatever. I remember signing up for something and they spammed me like five times a day. It was for oh, like wow. public speaking coaching thing. And I wrote back and I said, this is not very effective because I'm actually annoyed right now. Like I am angry with you. And this makes me, why would I want to take your program when you're spamming me all the time? Right. So, well, I just, uh, but I know it's helpful. I know they say to do that. It's just me. I just do it because like, uh, I'll say this, I get feedback from my, my fans and stuff. And they're like, man, we don't like that crap you were doing two weeks ago. Let's not do any more episodes like that. Uh, they keep asking me to bring back the projector episode because everybody, um, Oh, one thing I want to clarify this episode, people, someone asked about why I show the food that I eat all the time, because I go to a restaurant here and there, and people, because I do that video when it spins this way, spins that way. Yeah, and it always looks so good. <laughs> the reason I do like, that, I'm going to eat it. The reason I do that is because my mother, me and her may talk on the phone, but she will not communicate with me on FaceTime, but she always wants to know what I'm eating. So... I've all, and people think that I'm doing it to show off or something. I'm like, no, no, no. Cause I'll show you food in the house. Like I did this week. I showed all the dips and stuff that Stacy made. Um, but I, I, that's one thing I do there. I do that all the time and I don't necessarily post it on Instagram, but it's in my story. So that's one thing I wanted to clarify there. Cause, uh, uh, someone wrote about that and I was like, yeah, I better answer that on an episode at some point. Cause people are always going crazy. They're like, what are you eating? Why are you eating that? And I'm like, it's just your normal restaurant down the road. But anyway, one thing I did like that you said earlier is about listening to someone and then just zoning out and asking the same question. That happens to me all the time because I'll listen to somebody. Um, the only guest that I had that was very vibrant that I mean, you both had him on our show and not to plug him, uh, Mr. Tucker. Terry. Yes. I had him on the show. His voice, it was so exciting. It was just pumped up. And he was so energetic that I had to skip certain questions because he was going on a different area. And then I had to come back to him. And by the way, I do want to tell you that was an amazing episode you did with him. Um, And it was like someone that has energy. I'm going to do the different questions. But if it's someone that's just like this, talking like this, (laughs) I'm going to miss what they're saying because I've zoned out. I'm trying to look at my phone. And everybody knows I got 40 different computers. So I'm looking at different computer screens, looking at the stock market, even though I don't have any stocks in certain areas, (laughs) just something else to get out the way. So let me ask you, since we're spending it all around now. um, And and, um, one other thing I forgot, this is actually not a trilogy. We've done how many episodes now? Podcast Collide, a Coffee Break episode, your book. This is number four. 
Oh, and the first one was in the, what was that? January, 2020. That was the podcast collide. Was that podcast? Oh, that was podcast collide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was podcast collide. (laughs) Yeah. The coffee episode. And then, yeah. So this is number four. I don't know why I put trilogy episode in there. I'm, I don't, but the coffee episode is on mine. So so, for you, this is three, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the trilogy episode. We'll eventually make a saga. Um, so, getting back to what i wanted to ask you after i lost my train of thought um (laughs) do you ever find it sometimes like and this is like a brutal question do you ever find like when you have a guest on and you've read the hype about him because i know you do like i do i at least read a biography or something of them and i will admit this to anybody that sends me a book unless your book is less than 40 pages stacy's going to read it if it's it's a children's book Huh? Can I borrow Stacy? <laughs> yeah, Stacy definitely reads it, and then we talk That's about hilarious. it. Uh, children's books I read because I'm very. Everybody knows I collect toys and different things like that. So I love children's books, especially yours. Uh, topics in it very grown, but for the children, I like that. And uh, anyway, um, I, have you ever had a guest one that just falls flat? Like they their hype was way too much, and then they get on the show and then they're just, they're just garbage, dumpster juice. But with no Um, names. No, I don't think so. I pretty much, you know what? And actually, this is why I was starting to do the, or I like to do the pre-chat with people just to get a sense of, do we have a great chemistry? And most people, yeah, they're super fantastic. There have been a few where I, I feel like I'm pulling teeth, like, Oh my word. I'm glad I had lots of questions because, and then I tend to over, like I tend to talk for them and I'm like, Oh darn it. I'm supposed to be like getting them to talk. But sometimes I just start going on when I don't, I feel like I'm uncomfortable or they're uncomfortable. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But no, actually my favorite, my favorite episodes though are actually the ones where I found the person or it was something that I wanted to do. Yes. When it was people reaching out to me, like when I got a lot of life coaches and I love life coaches, but sometimes because I go by topic, I'm thinking, okay, I have to think of a topic that I'm like, can you speak on this? And so I was never really excited about that as, or I found it a little bit more challenging than when I, my favorite episode that I did was on atheism with my friend David from the Graceful Atheist. And it was because I was going through questioning of some of the stuff in my faith and I just really like atheists were always like they're the bad guys they're the other over here and so you know it was always like pitted Christians against atheists kind of thing and he was just the most wonderful person and we had I was like oh I want to learn from you and so that for me was one of my favorites (laughs) (laughs) or when we can just have conversations and I don't have to think of specifically oh okay now what when it just flows uh, but no, I, I pretty much, I think everyone's been pretty, pretty fantastic. Okay. And my answer to that question is just real simple. Uh, anybody that I, I've like, I don't do the pre-call because I research your information or somebody does in the camp enough to know if we're going to have you on the show. Um, and I don't, one thing I don't do, and I will say this to anybody, I don't like 
carry someone along and like, oh, you can come on the show. You can't do this. You can do that. You can do that. Because I really hate that inside podcast. And if we're going to do a show, I'm going to get you at some point. I do storyboard everything. So I tell everybody certain time period, certain timeline, and you'll fit in there. It may not be today. might not be this week. may not be next month. But it'll be in the near future. So that's just one thing I like to throw out there. If you want to do a show with somebody, you tell them you want to do it, please do it with them. But when a guest is just bad, I've only thrown away, I've got 155 plus episodes out. I've only thrown away 20 episodes. Oh. And I've thrown away completely, not even the archive. And I threw those episodes away because uh, just... After you get done with it, uh, all the legality, because certain guests are funny. Yeah. After, after they record a show, they don't want it to come out. And I'm like, hey, if you're a guest on my show, you sign a guest release. If I do something with another podcaster, I'm not going to send you a guest release. If you don't want to put out, we don't put it out, whatever. Um, but I'm like, you sign a guest release. If you didn't want this episode out, uh, and this is something that's real harsh, but I tell everybody, protect yourself. This is how much it costs to get out of that now. Because I put time into to marketing, to advertising, blah, 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 blah. I could have been playing video games or I could have been doing an episode on projectors if I wanted to again. So I protect myself there. So when these 20 times have come up and it could have been later on, like someone had a conflict with the episode, I'm like, okay, whatever. Just remember the dotted line we signed on. And that's the harshness with me now. Like I've learned that you got to protect yourself more than just freelancing and like, oh, let's do an episode because people will draw out and drag you to court, at least in the U.S., over this stuff. Well, why I'm confused because when I'm on a podcast, I'm like, yeah, release it. Why would they want to get on a podcast and then say, oh, no, I don't want that release? Like, what do you know, like what's happening there? Oh, yeah. So I'll tell you some politics that happened. And this is why I left certain communities inside podcasts and I've become very mute in what I do. Um, if someone I associate with on an Instagram live or I associate with someone outside of whatever, and they're very controversial and this guest gets wind of this and this is something they don't like. So here's a great example. Um, I deal with a lot of people that are Catholic. I lost a lot of Catholic listeners because I've done back-to-back episodes every December with a female Catholic priest. Oh no. (laughs) So, so something like that. People are like, and I, and I always give that disclaimer and I do it every episode when I deal with people, when I kind of can tell that they have a religious background or something that may be Catholic. I'm like, hey, you do need to understand I have two episodes with a female Catholic priest. Um, that is something that's unheard of in the Catholic church. And it's actually denounced. It's not even, it's not written law about it anywhere. It's not supposed to happen. So that is very controversial to some people. And then certain topics that I may cover. We covered sex trafficking in an episode. Um, I wanted to talk about that because between me and you, there's Michigan and Ohio. And Ohio is one of the most heavily sex trafficked areas in the world. Really? Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yeah, you when you you know, when we think of sex trafficking, we think of like Thailand or you know, you don't think of US and Canada, right? Right. And with Ohio, but there's so much, yeah. They might put them on a boat and take them above Cleveland and then you're in Canada in what, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's that close. But anyway, just minor stuff like that, that get guests all riled up because like I tell them, I am a society culture show. I'm not a variety show, but I'm going to touch on topics that are happening in our society and culture, no matter where you are, because those topics happen, male, female, mental health, empowerment, this, this, and that. And like I said, on 20 occasions, maybe 10 of them with guest conflict to what I'm doing 
they're like, hey, we don't want to be involved with this anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what actually I've wondered that myself because I grew up evangelical and <laughs> I've been saying some stuff lately or just questioning things and having an atheist on is has been interesting and having like I had Tim Whitaker from the New Evangelicals which is a group about deconstruction um and challenging some of the politics and and things like that and I've I think I've lost listeners but (laughs) I don't know if it's because of that or not but it would be kind of funny but my pastor listens to those episodes and he's like oh that was really great and you know some people are just going to get offended if you no matter what or or yeah, if, if you're touching on something that they don't think is appropriate, but I think my personal opinion, I think people should be aware of sex trafficking. It's not like it's, we shouldn't talk about that. That's, you know, uh, yeah, we should, because it, it needs to come out into the light. Um, that's my personal opinion, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I can understand how people would be that's where it kind of gets tricky because sometimes I'll say stuff. I'm like, oops. Um, for somebody who maybe doesn't agree, maybe I I'm totally like blacklisted in their mind. Right. I don't know, but then you kind of find your tribe. I mean, if, if people are offended because I said something politically, then maybe they're just not my people. So true. So true. And that's how you you... have to understand. Like I, I, I have a hard time. Like when people don't like me, I'm like, Oh, how could you not like me? But I'm getting more like, okay, it's fine, right? Sorry, I interrupted you. I know you didn't interrupt me. That was fine. That's the one thing that I do like about it because it takes off, it shaves off some of those layers like a Shrek. He's an ogre, so he has layers to him or an onion. It takes an onion and you you, you get those layers off in it and it makes it more easier to keep doing the content you're doing. And it lets me know that these people felt offended. So maybe they should go listen to podcast A, B, or C, or they can go over and listen to Charlie's podcast. Not my business anymore. Yeah. And and, and that's one of the harder things that I had to get because I used to be like, oh, I want every listener. I want everyone to listen. You know, like you said, I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But then I found that once you get a core audience, no matter and, and let, let's put this out there and open. It doesn't matter about your downloads or whatever. This is what I'm talking about. Strictly, you know who your core audience is. If, if it's only 10 people, 20, 18 people, those 20 people that listen or 2000, 200,000, those people that listen every weekend and week out. They know what your show is about. They like different topics and variety. Um, one question I have for you is in the selection process of who you have on your show, how do you keep your show from not being stale? Oh, sometimes I feel like it is stale. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I need to mix it up a little bit. But um, I think it's it's fun having different topics and different guests on. And I like to mix it up with different things, right? Um, but like you and I have talked about this, you're going to have some episodes that have way less listeners and you're going to have some that have way more listeners. And so I've noticed my more controversial ones um, get more listeners or if it's religion and politics, mostly the personal development ones. um don't as much on the mental health they get they get more um but yeah the religion and mental health get more downloads but the personal development ones i find help me more because like i said it's like free life life coaching and when i 
when I, when I, when I go through and listen to the episode, I gain more because like I said, if I'm talking to the person and my brain is not comprehending it all and processing it all right away, because there's just so much. And then when I'm listening back, I'm like, Oh, and then I kind of wish I'd picked up on something that they said, but in the moment I was still processing it, but that's me. But some people are really good at interviewing where they can, they're fast and they pick up on things. Right. And I've had to reconcile. That's just not me. I'm just apparently processing longer and, and that's okay. Right. Cause we yeah. can get caught up in comparing ourselves, which is definitely harmful. Yeah. Cause definitely we are harmful. all unique and we all bring something to the table and yeah yeah that's like, helpful for podcasters to know right Sorry. yeah that is that is something good there because because like people say that like we don't like that your show scripted well i said people listen to my show i script my show my show's not scripted like i say we're gonna go point a to point b camera light a hit right here um turn your mic this way so that we, we get a crystal clear sound no it's none of that i just have structured questions so that if i do deviate on the fly because I, I can do the, the on the fly like we're doing now this is fun so I'll do it but when I'm interviewing somebody and like you said going back to that one aspect of it's someone that came to me it's kind of hard sometimes because I'm like man I got these 10 questions let's <laughs> just get let's just get them out the way I throw in some banter I'll throw in some of the 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 uh, trademark stuff that we do like the certain amount of questions, the hidden talent, uh, the Barbara Walters 2020 stuff. I'll throw that in here, here and there now, um, or just vintage stuff as they call it. And that's fine. But I just, I don't know, like just sometimes I just, I got to get through that show and get, get it over with. And, yeah. and, and, and I'm done with it. Now, lastly, before we jump off of here, um, we all have different ventures we're going into. We have uh, different things going on. And one thing that I'm going into is, and I'll eventually have to have you on for that. I'm actually going into the market of doing a live podcast. Not, ah. every, not every week, not every, maybe once or twice a month on Twitch. And the reason, okay. I, and the reason I'm going into that is because I've noticed that if we do a live show, me and you, and we're just talking and you'll have to let me know if you're available for that. We have fan interaction right then and there. Yes. So we can see the comments. We can get the questions out there, ask all that stuff. And I just want to do that just to do something different because I have to be honest, this question and answer podcast after a while, unless it's fun stuff like this today, it gets to you. And all these people talk about pod fade and I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about I'll quit or anything, but I do so many question and answers. You do so many question and answer episodes. It's sometimes just a relief to do something fun inside podcasting because the research it takes for us to get pod. I mean, to get guests on is not hard because people come to you or you go find what you want. It's the part of scheduling, getting the questions ready and actually making sure that person shows up for the interview because I have an issue. I like people to be prompt. I like you to be here five minutes early or yeah, from say like the interviews at 11 o'clock, for instance, you got from 1155 to 11.05 to enter my interview at 11.06. I've already canceled and I'm going about my day and I'm going to go eat a bag of chips or you know, do whatever else I want to do, even though I might not have nothing else planned for the rest of the day, but it's just that type of etiquette I like. So um, do you have any rules or certain things with guests if a guest shows up too late? What is too late to be on your show? Oh, my word. See, I remember we've talked about this before, and I have not had any issues with people. 
Sometimes they show up really early and then I feel like I need to, cause I get an email notification. Yeah. On, right. And I'm like, Oh man, they're like 10 minutes early. And then I feel like I need to get on. Cause I hate keeping people waiting, <laughs> but even though like that's a boundary, right? Like, yeah. But, um, I've not really, no, I I've heard about guest release and all that. And I was like, Oh, that's so stressful. And I've signed a few, which I'm like, Ooh, nice and professional. Right. Like Pelo, Pelo T, yeah, Pelo T with the podcast. Pelo talk Pelo, with the T. Pelo T with Pelo talk with the T. Yeah. Oh my word. Uh, with Q, she has like this fantastic email she sends you, and you sign a release. And I was like, oh, fancy! I don't have any of this stuff. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's a great idea. Uh, it's just I don't really do that. But I've not had any issues with people. They've all been on time. They've all been fantastic. And so, yeah, but I know that that's important. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would do. I, I usually like I email people just before a few days before saying, are you still good with this time and date? And here's the the link and stuff. Um, and then they respond back. So because because I'll tell you a quick story before we jump off here on um, the podcast that comes out this week that I did a podcast collide with a lady. uh Victoria with Little De- Little Decisions Podcast. Um, we went back and forth and we had time set. And I missed a little bit of time. She missed a little bit of time. And it put me too far out. Like, because everybody knows I'm in West Virginia. So certain parts that I'll go to, we don't have cell phone service until I get home because it's Wi-Fi. Everything in this house right here is Wi-Fi. This has, there's no cell service out here until I go five minutes down the road. So the, the craziest thing that happened is we finally, like I was going to have to reschedule her until like, this time because I wasn't doing any shows to whatever. So I got somewhere down the road in uh, the marvel of Zoom. I recorded her episode in the car on the hotspot because I had a little bit of service there with the iPad, listening with no microphone or anything because my setup, I can carry it anywhere, but to hook a microphone up to the iPad runs off that power and you had to have a place to set it. So I'm in the car. We recorded that podcast collide with the iPad on the steering wheel like this. Um, <laughs> and we and, and the reason that I ended up doing the episode because like like I said I felt good about it and it was like certain type of schedule restraints like we would just miss each other by five minutes here and there because I was on for the meeting but she came in for the meeting I lost service in one area when I came back so we just recorded it on there and came out pretty good had to start doing more editing but uh outside of that that's the only time I've ever made a a, a, a decision that was like hey I'll do this show but if it's a plain old guest just regular old guest and you're not in that 10 minute window, 1106, gone. And I had to set the boundary up because people will take advantage of you in your time. And I've even had like when I when we when we first started doing our stuff in January of last year, I had guests that would just say that they're going to come on the show. And then, uh, oh, I forgot. No, you didn't forget. I send you something in your DM and I email you something and you confirm. You can log I in. Don't, I don't get that. I, I like, seriously, I'm the type of person I, I, I have to be for there for appointments. I know when they are, I'm early. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand when people forget or they, they just don't show up. I don't get it. Like right. what, what's, what's your thinking behind it? Are you thinking, well, screw them. I don't care. Like, I don't understand, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that one's really twisted. So once again, Stephanie, I want to thank you for coming on West Virginia and Commonplace. We had a behind-the-scenes episode that started off a podcast, Reciprocity. We moved over to the Mental Health Inside Podcasting to a degree. We'll have to do an episode yeah. on that in the near future. Um, 
And then with that, I hope that we can get a collaborative effort of a few podcasters we like. Uh, that should be something we do. Um, you, you, you be the host of that. And if you decide to take that brainchild and go with it, that will be a good one because different that aspects. That would be fun. Having different, like, all, yeah, we got Brandon on, we got Shepard on, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, Def- definitely. We, we need to work that out. So you figure that out and I'll come on for it. <laughs> um, and just keep doing what you're doing. Um, and real quick, do the shameless plug for your book, for your show. And if you have anything else that's coming out soon. Um, so my show is called the Stuff Up Podcast. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, my book is called What Should Dragon Do? You can buy it on Amazon or like Barnes & Noble online. It's not in the, like in the physical stores. And, or you can order it through my website, www.stephanieannweb.com. And it's a story about Dragon who lives with two bear roommates and how living with people is hard. And when we have, when we're angry and have certain situations, being kind is always the best choice. <laughs> um, where, what am I doing now? Ah, I got so many things that I want to do but I'm still trying to work through. And so I'm not really yet to talk about it, but yeah, kind of moving on to next steps in life. <laughs> but one, one question that's tried and true, you will be continuing podcasting, correct? Uh, well, I'm actually ending season two shortly and I don't know. I'm either going to take a very, very long break or I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not really, you know, when you kind of lose, passion for something yes it's telling you something so maybe i just really need a long break um we'll see okay so i'll put you on the spot there because she her face did a little extra <laughs> on there so, so so let me do this and these are the greatest words of encouragement that were given to me by um those two ladies from the late late show podcast that no longer exist now and they're off doing bigger things heck one of them works for universal uh music group now anyway wow so one thing i will say to you here um, I got comfortable in podcasting. I put out, I recorded so many shows at one time between 2020 of January till um, August of 2020. I built a crazy catalog for no reason. It put me in a position where I rest now because I have episodes because I want to continue. It is, there's no issue with taking a break. Would I quit podcasting? In my opinion of what you do now, don't, don't do that. I'll say this, take a well enough break that you visualize the content so that it's easy to the tongue. Right now, it's hard for it to go from the brain to the tongue. And, and that's what we don't talk about. So, so my personal opinion is even if you walked away from it for a while, you could walk away for six months and come back. Let's, yeah. do, four, let's do four months, but six months is a stretch. <laughs> so, so if you decide to take a break from it, take a break and get all the values that you had while you were podcasting and before you were podcasting back in the same arena so that all those values and uh this isn't the life coach of me this is just general podcasting and, and podcast counseling because i do this on the side on tuesdays uh, uh every third tuesday in the month if you need that anybody hit me up on www.westvirginiaandcommonplace.com um and that is true so you have a great show you have a great product nobody produces what you produce and when i say produce i'm talking about from pre-production to the end some people do like I do. I have an amateur's podcast, so it's very easy. I can do this episode right now and not edit it and not feel bad. See, that's that's the thing that I get so caught up in. And I'm like, oh, I got to do this and this and this. And 
it just gets very it takes up a lot of time and it's energy draining but i'll tell you this now i bootlegged a 200 or 300 program called logic pro and every one of my episodes i do now i edit them so i understand that pressure like the, the stuff that i'm going to like when this episode comes out i'm going to turn this into spatial audio and it, no one will ever hear that spatial audio but you and me if you have an apple device if you don't have an apple device i'll just send you a regular copy but uh I understand the pressures because producing and producing and producing, it gets old because no matter what we do as podcasters, we're a little bit underappreciated, um, not by the fans, but by the guests and by other podcasters that sometimes leech off of whatever we do. But in your case, take that break. After you do that, visualize how you want to continue doing because you do four episodes. So you could easily, barring working through your anxiety, you could actually stockpile eight episodes, produce two months, and then between that time, the second month in, sort of like what I do, or I started, produce a little bit more content, but be cautious of it because like you said, you like to edit. So it takes two weeks to get that episode perfect, correct? Um, well, when I send it to my editor, uh, he'll, I say, well, if you can have it back by Friday, because I, I release it on Monday. So I go through and I do take out certain like mouth clicks. If you hear like, um, um, or the click of the mic, actually, it's like the saliva sounds. If you uh, that, hear... that, yeah, I, when I was kind of getting into voiceover, they, that was a huge thing. So now it just bothers me and I hear it all the time. So <laughs> so I hate that so I take those out and then yeah I go through and I do all that um on the weekends and you're in an Adobe notes and everything and you're an Adobe edition person so you do yes which costs like 30 bucks a month so uh I I but that's what I learned how to do all this stuff on and people use audacity which is free which I want to try but I'm like I have to now learn a different program which is going to be similar but because I'm so used to Adobe, I'm kind of nervous to, but it, it costs, like, it's expensive, right? Yeah. And that, that's why I like the whole deal with this whole Logic Pro. Everybody's like, oh, you got Logic Pro now? Because that's the big thing on Mac. I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. A bootleg, that's a bootleg copy. I couldn't afford to pay that much. And yes, you guys did hear that. And I'm not ashamed of it if whoever the governing body is comes after me. You'll be coming after a lot of other people. The FBI's <laughs> knocking on your door. Yeah. <laughs> or the CIA, whoever. Um <laughs> But but most definitely take a break, enjoy life because like that's what I'm doing now, and I and I tell you like doing this episode it was fun. Uh, there was another person I want to do an episode with, and um, our schedules conflicted today. I want I had a schedule where I only had the evenings available, and now I have the day because I'm working remote from home for right now. So I have all the time in the day to do an episode. I just work here, work there. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, definitely have you on in the future. Cause you come on for every season now. We'll just keep doing that. Even if you stop podcasting, I'll just be like, Stephanie got this episode. Let's wing it. Let's see how we're going to get it done. And definitely uh, the episode we talked about earlier, I think uh, that'll work out pretty well. And audience, you can catch Stephanie on all listening platforms. She has multiple different platforms. She's on um, the big one that I'm pushing for everybody right now is radio Republic or any other RSS feed that you listen to, because I learned a hard lesson lesson uh, a week ago in podcasting. Someone told me that they stopped listening to my podcast because it was not produced on 
the podcast uh, app that they use. I never took it into consideration that people listen on other things. So please help help your fellow podcaster and everyone. Please let everyone know that you should be integrated on all podcasting platforms that people let you know about. Radio Republic was one I really didn't think about. So I went over there and I took care of that. So that's one thing I want to pass along to podcasters. Even if you don't care about that app, just know you could be losing a listener. And on that note, if you have any questions or anything uh, about this episode, there will be amazing show notes provided to me by Stephanie because she's got a lot of information. Um, You can check those out if you're on Google Podcasts. I definitely want to encourage everyone to go over there because with the show notes that Stephanie puts in there, it places you uh, with her information, with her book, that's good SEO for her and good uh, searching searching for anyone that listens to the podcast over there. And uh, the only other big surprise that'll be coming is after March 15th, I will be adding full transcription of every episode that has been produced. That is the major announcement that I will be making after March 15th. So it'll probably be like around April that you'll get transcriptions because I found one thing that we don't do in podcasting that we should do more of is do transcription because there's people that can't hear that definitely like to read. Mm. that's a lot to say so once again stephanie say goodbye to everybody and then i'll say goodbye goodbye and thank you so much for listening and for having me on jr amazing